there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one verdant page of Talmud every day. And what a story, what an amazing parable we have in today's page, Ta'anit 5. Get a load of this. When they were taking leave of one another, Rav Nachman said to Rabbi Yitzchak, Master, give me a blessing. Rabbi Yitzchak said to him, I will tell you a parable. To what is this matter comparable? It is comparable to one who was walking through a desert and who was hungry, tired, and thirsty. And he found a tree whose fruits were sweet and whose shade was pleasant, and a stream of water flowed beneath it. He ate from the fruits of the tree, drank from the water in the stream, and sat in the shade of the tree. And when he wished to leave, he said, Tree, tree, with what shall I bless you? If I say to you that your fruits should be sweet, your fruits are already sweet. If I say that your shade should be pleasant, your shade is already pleasant. If I say that a stream of water should flow beneath you, a stream of water already flows beneath you. Rather, I will bless you as follows. May it be God's will that all saplings which they plant from you be like you. So it is with you. With what shall I bless you? If I bless you with Torah, you already have Torah. If I bless you with wealth, you already have wealth. If I bless you with children, you already have children. Rather, may it be God's will that your offspring shall be like you. Or as we say in common parlance, may the apple not fall far from the tree. To talk about trees and blessings and how the two are, you know, strangely and wonderfully intertwined, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome to the podcast Shuli Karkowski, Chief Integration Officer at Chazon. Shuli, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Leah. So you uh, at Chazon, an organization I love dearly, you think a lot about trees, don't you? Quite a bit, yes. Tell us a little bit about the, the amazing work that you do and how it relates to, to today's story. My pleasure. Chazon is the largest Jewish environmental organization. And at its core, what we're trying to do is to make it so that to be Jewish is to care about the environment. And a couple of ways what, what that could look like is you know, to walk into any Jewish institution is to understand that there's a noticeable commitment to the environment as part of parcel of our Jewish need to be Shomri Adamah, keepers of the earth. And that could be a community garden or composting and recycling bins or some consciousness on their educational curriculum that we're in the Shemitah year, we're in the year of rest and renewal for the Israeli ground. And then a second side of what we're doing is in bringing that environmental awareness to the Jewish community, we're giving young people an avenue to feel moved by their ability to be connected to activism through Judaism or by the radical spirituality that can come from earth-based Jewish practice. So we're both trying to make Jews more conscious of the environment and to make young people who are excited about the environment right now more conscious of how tied it is to their Jewish identity. You say a phrase like radical spirituality connected to the environment, and it's really, really easy for gray-bearded curmudgeons like myself to say, ah, that's just, you know, new age talk. But here we are reading the Talmud on a day like today, and and we read uh, something that I think could only be best described as radical spirituality <laughs> based in the environment, right? Amen. Amen. And Ta'anit is really good for this. Like you do a lot of praying for rain, you do a lot of fasting for rain, but really there's not a part of the Gemara, of the Talmud, that doesn't spend a lot of time thinking about farming and agriculture and bulls goring other people. Like it really brings us back to our roots of what an agrarian society we once were. 
So when you read a Duff like today, you know, the tree really being sort of the, the ultimate symbol or embodiment even of, of blessing, how, how does that fit into the work that you do? How does it inspire and inform the, the work that you do every day? I really read this text with a, a bit of a critical eye. I was thinking a lot about the Jewish Youth Climate Movement, which is a, a relatively new group that Chazon has. Um, it's a group of unbelievably inspirational teenagers who are bringing their Jewish identity to climate activism. Started with a leadership group of 24. It's now grown to about 150 participants who have programs reaching thousands. And when I think of a blessing that your children should just have what you have, all the benefits that you've been granted in your life, I almost feel the sense of anger from today's youth that they feel we have not put, that my generation, that our older generations have not put them in a position to live the same lives we did, that we've used resources in such a way that the next generation is not going to have a better life, but a, but a harder life. So in that way, we've sort of transgressed this blessing um, and need to think about how do we offer them the opportunities to have wealth and Torah and children in the same way that we were able to. That's very beautiful. Julie Korkowski, thank you so much for being our guest. No problem. Thank you, Liel. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>